Hey everybody, welcome to Generally Specific, the show that talks to inspiring people about what inspires them. I am one of your hosts, Anthony Cosme, alongside my co-host, Andre Dowdy. Dre, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm going to hit you with a statistic. Uh, only 2.1% of popular music producers are women, and our next guest is out to change that stat. Uh, Abita Austin is the founder of The Creator Suite, a global community of women in music production. Through workshops, tutorials, and career opportunities, The Creator Suite has created a safe space for women to grow, learn, and succeed. Abita joins us in the Wave Cave Studios. Welcome to General Thank you. That's, that's a super <laughs> official intro. I'm all about a good intro. Hey, it, it sets the tone. It does. I think Andre has the best intros in the game right now. And I'll, I'll stay I on know. that front. Yes. Mm. I know. Um, so one of the things I love about the creator suite is that it, it, it makes a platform that clearly combines tech and art. And I think when we talk about music, it's more of like a abstract artistic kind of thing but there's a very big need to introduce like technology not in the sense that you know we're tracking data and doing all of these things but like understanding how the technology works and then being a part of that community which can then eventually lead to that kind of thing how did you kind of get yourself into tech was it just through creating and and figuring out what works and what doesn't? Um, a bit. Like, it started uh, several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so many years ago, I started in the late 90s, I would say. Okay. Um, I started interning at um, Quad Recording Studios. So before that, I used to play the drums. I'm here looking at the <laughs> Usta. There's a really cool drum set in the, in the space, listeners. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I used to play the drums and like that grew into when I went to NYU, that grew into me hanging out with a, a bunch of musicians, a bunch of MCs, a bunch of poets. Um, and I just eventually, you know, got magnetized towards music. I also was a visual artist as well. And so, um, and I ran track, so I did many things. Oh, you were a track runner? Yeah. Hey, uh, what'd you run? What'd you run? Well, before the Achilles injury, Ooh. I was a sprinter. I Ooh. did the 50-yard dash, the 50 yards. But post that, I was turning into a cross-country runner. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I know. So I did it all, though. Cool, um, cool, cool. But, yeah, so anyway, um, what was I saying? So, yeah, so I got into it from, yeah, from being in music and um, kind of being around, starting to be around producers. So um, my sister's boyfriend at the time was a producer. And this is when um, there were not many home studios or like home studios that I knew of. Mm. Like if you were to record something, it would, you would have to go to a recording studio. Right. Um, and so he had a recording studio at the crib and I would, you know, sit and watch him do his thing and ask him questions. And he told me that I should take a MIDI for something class or whatever. So um, I was like, what's MIDI? And so that kind of <laughs> like opened up like my world and I took um, a MIDI class and then I kind of like got hooked because the teacher was really good. And then I transferred because I was in another school at NYU. I transferred into the music technology program. Okay. And so that's where it kind of started where <clears throat> the teacher said, oh, um, you know, you should get an internship if you want to work in the field. I got an internship at Quad Recording Studios and it kind of took off from there. So that was my... um introduction into it and you know I think what happened was um you know I just noticed when I got there there weren't that many women even in my program Mm. there were like two women out Mm. of 30 you know Mm. in the music technology program so um you know you're grinding you're young you you know I put that it was like a seed you know and I like took that in and then like you know several years later I'm in a position where I'm like I want to do something about this because um things have 
progressed, mm. um, but they could be so much, you know, more inclusive. Mm. Yeah, I, I would I, I would imagine so in a, in, a, in a major way. I feel like um, social as well as like technological advances have come really far in, in, in the past, you know, 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. And how do you find yourself keeping up with that? I mean, if it must be there, there's like even just speaking technologically, mm-hmm. our process uh, from what I imagine it as of me knowing nothing about audio. You know, <laughs> you know, Anthony, don't front. I saw you on the turntables when you got here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing one thing. On, on the ones and the twos. Both of them. Right. Um, how has that changed? How has that been keeping up with both of those at the same time? I imagine that's got to be like kind of a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, it's more so of a, like, you have to keep up to be right. in it to survive. Absolutely. You know, so when I started, um, I started on a tape on two-inch. Cool. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, two-inch machines. And, you know, uh, two, three years later, the, those machines were going out of the studio and it was Pro Tools. So you have to, you know, learn Pro Tools if you want to work. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really um, a situation where, you know, if you're immersed in it and this is what you love and this is what you're doing, um it's kind of a natural progression. Right. Um, yeah. Because my, my mom had, um, she, she dropped out of college, just like me. Hey. Um, <laughs> Ow. How you um, just like you and, uh, and Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. All and three Steve, of us. Didn't Steve Jobs drop out of Yes, he did. Yeah, we're among good company, but um, she was going to school for engineering too. So she she always will say now she's like, oh, if there's any analog boards anywhere, I can run them all still. (laughs) But I know nothing about these digital boards, and I won't learn them. Um, But so yeah, that's how I guess where I get that idea of like the just technologies advancing because I'm used to my mom where she's just like, oh, we physically had to cut the tape and splice. That's awesome. Let your mommy have. Oh, she's cool as hell. Yeah. She, she went. She initially went for music therapy to Ooh. Fredonia upstate. Okay, and then she transferred into an audio engineering program because she was told it would be the wave of the future. And then she got homesick and came home. And damn, yeah. <laughs> and wow. she plays music, you know, for herself now. But yeah, that's awesome. That's a very interesting story. I don't. Wow. I've never heard that story before. Yeah, yeah, it's just she's she's both my folks have very interesting stories, but we don't have to talk about that now. This is the <laughs> episode about, about you. you. I think let's let's switch to Anthony. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Anthony for a little bit. So you know what's interesting in, in stories? Um, mm-hmm. in in preparing for this episode, I w- I was reminded of a story that I read on Pitchfork about uh, Yvonne Turner, who was kind of like a pioneer in uh, the early days of house music. And she worked at Streetwise Records, um, kind of was working in the mailroom, moved her way up and started to get hip to all of the instruments. Now these are, this is in the, the, the I would say early nineties as well. So she's learning, you know, the, 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 the drum machines and the, the synthesizers and all the MIDI options that are all coming to play now. Um, granted, she's also you know, one of the only ladies in the room at that time. So she she makes a big hit. Um, she she makes a, a dub remix of a very popular house song at the time and kind of starts to pick up steam. And so she's getting into these situations where she's making these dub edits and eventually hits a wall. People are, you know, doors are opening for her male counterparts, but not her. And then she just quits music altogether, moves to Chicago, becomes a uh, power professional, and then leaves music behind for about 18 years and then has recently moved back to New York. Do you still see that narrative kind of play out in the music industry nowadays? 
Um, well, thanks for putting me on to Yvonne Turner. I've never heard uh, of yeah, her. Yeah, I read that. I was that's, like, wow, this is. Yeah, that's. I gotta gotta do some research. <laughs> now. That's that's fresh. She was a producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. House, you said house. house yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, hmm. You know, it's a tough business. You know, mm. period. Um, so I mean, I've seen that the case where people have just shifted into other things that are one, you know, make more money. Mm. Um. And for many reasons, they've shifted. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it's a fast-paced business. It's a it's a tough business in and of itself. Mm. And, you know, I mean, and it's it's crazy hours. It's a, it's a lot going on. You you know, the first session I ever did, and I was an assistant, mm. it was a 24-hour lockout. So Ooh. I was just, like, wow. in the studio. With, I won't even mention the rapper, but it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Rappers in general can be a handful, I, I'm I sure. know, right? Um, but, but um, yeah, I don't know, you know... Um, yeah, I don't have the math on that. There was a, a cool study that came out um, done by Erin Barra. It's fairly recently, um, okay. and it was called, like, Women in Music um, Challenges and, like, Successes, something to that extent. Okay. But um, it has some really cool statistics around, like, um, what motivates women to um, stay, you know, working, like, be it them having a mentor or, um, mm, very, you know what I mean, various things. But um, I don't know. I, I'm thinking I would have to refer to that. I don't have the math on that. I don't right. know. Yeah. But um, I know in general, um, yeah, I can see that that probably has happened um, many times. Um, and I just, you know, many times that I don't, I'm not privy to. But what I have experienced is that I do know part of the issues that when women are in the space, you know, like, like, Yvonne Turner, mm. when they're in the space, they they get um, they're not encouraged a lot of times, mm. and um, yeah, and 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 they're discouraged. You mm. know, they get discouraged from that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that's what I've noticed. That was my experience. Like um, I was kind of angled to not go into the engineering half, more to go into the management and the business half. Yeah, you know and that's what, I mean? what they said in the article too. Yeah, like a lot of yeah. women were moving toward that realm yeah. as opposed to. And I think they're encouraged in that space because you know sexism. It's not you know right. rocket science. It's, yeah. it's, it's our society. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, a lot of times women are not thought of as technical, and not just in music music engineering, but you know across all tech mm. um, careers. So yeah, like I I get it. You know I get that story, and I can imagine there, are, you know, several hundred women that that has happened to. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So in 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 creating these opportunities like who are some of the kind of budding uh artists and producers and engineers that you've kind of come across over the past year or so i believe you had a one-year anniversary in november yeah, yeah. come on now hey. <laughs> following what we're hey. doing hey. yes yeah, so many like that that's really ins what inspires me um where do I start? Um, like I know a couple, like yeah. a couple of names, like J Words, J Words, uh, Pazibel. Yeah, these are, these are um, um, folks who are local but doing yeah. things, you know, all over the world. V Notes, yep. Miss -notes Madly, yeah. um, Mio Souls, Fire, yep. um, a, a really dope engineer, or a bunch of engineers. Um, uh, um, Vera Bim Ram Ramji, if I'm saying it correctly, Vera, don't um, don't kill me. <laughs> um, uh, Ayana DePaz, she just won a Grammy for working with her. She's Ooh. super dope. Oh, wow. Super, super cool. duper um, dope. Um, you got to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Cava. Okay. <laughs> Gloria Cava is amazing. She um, worked on Tribe Cold Quest last. Oh, my God. She's super dope. Wow. She worked with Madonna um, or on projects um, with Madonna. Um, 
a bunch of folks. Solange's album, she worked on mm, that. Mm. Um, so there, there. I mean, I could keep on going. There's there are a lot. Um, Josie Carr. Yeah, I was. I mean, mm. I also wanted to ask you, like, mm. what are some like legacy acts that we should know about that just don't know about? If you have any off the top of your head. When you say legacy acts, what or, do you yeah, mean? I mean, okay, legacy so maybe acts that you had women. Yeah, you know, because I, as far as I understand, Prince had a a, yeah. a, a female engineer that he would go to. If Susan, not all the time. Susan Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I didn't know that. So, yeah. you know, are Wait. there any kind of, like, diamonds in the rough that we should know about that just we don't have the... the well, the common? ones I named. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> and then um, I'm trying to... Th- uh, let me think. Not to um, put you on the spot. Well, think. like, um, Alicia Keys is uh, audio engineer um, and Mincielli. She's okay. been mm. recording with her for years. I mean, as long as she's been out. Mm. Um, a lot of people, people don't know that she's the co-owner of Jungle Studios. It's like one of the... Oh. few huge studios in Manhattan. Okay. I think one of our friends uh, interns there, Lussix. Yep. Yeah. Studios yeah. Nuts. She, she's an engineer. Um, I, I, What's her name? Uh, her her oh. name is Delaney, but she goes by Lussix. Yeah. Oh, I know. De- Delaney. She's um, uh, part, shout out to Gender Amplified. She, is she mm. part of Gender Amplified? I'm, not 100%. Delaney? I don't want to speak on that because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, is likewise. Delaney a white woman? Mm, I believe she's of Hispanic descent. Okay, but I well do then not we're just gonna she... edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Zelaney. Yeah. But shouts to shouts to Lussix. Yeah, shouts yeah. yeah. to Lussix. Absolutely. I feel like I know her, but um, but I should know her. You'll give me her. her. I yeah, need to know I everybody. Absolutely will. I need yeah. to know everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spread but, the web. But yeah, I'm, I lost my train of thought. What are we talking about? Um, uh, just oh, leg, uh, legacy acts. Yeah, legacy's not the right word. Just you know, <laughs> acts that we should know that have been around for a while, or like engineers or. Stony is a really dope producer. She's taught a lot of. She works for a lot of um, music tech companies like Novation. Okay. Um, I th- I'm not sure if she worked for Ableton at one point, but she, um, um, Native Instruments, I believe, is one of them. But she mm. teaches a lot of big name producers like a Timbaland how Ooh. to use the software. Oh, you know cool. I mean? How to use the hardware. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so she's one that I found out I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I was like, wow. Mm. Um, who else? Um. Um, you you got you got to make me um yeah better. Ex- yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. Um, let me think. Hold up. No, nah, it's fine. We we Patrice did this. Rushen. You you okay. Okay. oh Patrice yes Rushen, of course. oh wow yes. legendary okay. producer yeah. pianist yeah. amazing. Um, she she's MD'd a lot of like award shows. She was like the go to person for MDing award shows at one point. Yeah. Right. Um. Okay. So and I also just found out that Yvonne yeah. Turner like worked a lot with uh Loretta, Loretta Holloway. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. she would like come back and do a bunch of live tour- tours with her. Wow! As well. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, there are tons. I'm just like a little rusty right now, but there's no. That's okay. No. I also put you on the spot. Too. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a great list so yeah. off the top of your head. Uh, we yeah. have a lot of work to do on our part, so that's yeah. that's that's wonderful. Um, can you just speak on engineering a little bit as mm-hmm. like in an art or a craft? Like I I understand what happens there, but mm-hmm. I'm not like, what what does an engineer do? What does an engineer do? Well, um, you know, there, there are many lanes of engineering. There's uh, tracking, recording, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who's uh, mainly focused on, um, you know, re- laying down sounds um, to, you know, capturing the sounds initially, and then they might mix it themselves or they might pass it off to a mix engineer. Mm-hmm. And that's the person who kind of puts, like, um, creates, makes it an event, so to speak, makes it sound radio ready. Mm. Um I like I like that wording makes it an event. I really like an that. An event, yeah. like that's really what you're doing. It's like it's it's 
it's all production. I see mm-hmm. it all as music production and it overlaps, but um, a lot of good, a lot of great engineers. I've learned how to produce. I'm mainly engineer, but I've learned how to produce by watching other engineers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, what it is is that I'm seeing them take okay records and actually engineer and produce them into great records. So right. what I mean by that is that if the kick is not knocking or it's not where it is, they're changing the kick out. Mm. They might either bring somebody in to replay the bass or they're playing the bass line over. You know what I mean? So it, it's these elements. Um, it's It could be, you know, just down to muting things, mm. down to, you know, um, you know, delays and, and like how you're setting your reverb and just, uh, you know, the engineer has so much to do with what makes a record sound, makes, makes you excited about listening to a record. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so... Yeah, there are many different lanes, um, and then there's mastering, mm. and that's basically um, leveling and making sure that it plays, um, it translates across several different mediums. Right, so it sounds yeah. cool in your earbuds. It right. sounds cool, cool in the car, in the car, and yeah. little boombox, and yeah. you know, and it's tense, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so those are kind of, I guess, in general, you have mastering, mix engineer, um, recording engineer, and I don't know. I think that's those are the main ones, but. I don't know if I answered your questions. No, honestly, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning, so yeah. I'm happy. Same here. Yeah. yeah. And like, I feel like a, a great engineer is, um, and, in, and 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 like I said, it's all production. So, a great producer, great engineer is not. I want to say invisible, but they um, understand that they're in service of the song and the artist. You know, Ooh, so they, okay. so they're kind of um, their job is to um, to be a channel, almost so to speak, where it's like. You're not. Um, yes, you're. You're an artist, and you know yourself, and you're and you're. Um, you're helping frame this work, mm. um, but you're also aware that this is a service industry, and you're in service of whatever the best you know thing is for the record. Right. right. Okay. I got it. That's really interesting. I never ever thought about it like that because I, I guess my whole brain is like visual art, mm. so it, oh. it, it's like uh, creative teams, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that everyone has their role as one would in like a, a high fashion photo shoot where you have like stylists, editors, you know, makeup artists, people that are just watching the monitors and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So it's all, you know, it's all a process. <clears throat> I think that that is really interesting that I probably just haven't thought about it enough yeah. to consider how many different roles there were in this one thing, which makes that statistic that we talked about in the beginning of the episode even more upsetting because yeah. it's like there are these all these jobs. There are all these different people that are, are contributing to yeah. an overall sound, and more of them should be women, and, and mm-hmm. it should be more of an equal opportunity rather than a quote unquote man's game. Yeah, you know, I th- I think the tides are shifting though for sure. Yeah, I think um you know everybody's feeling the momentum from the Me Too and Times Up movement in general, and there's just a, a more of an awareness yeah. and understanding that oh yeah, women you know in this space are um looked at a certain way you know, right. you know there's like some, there's a disparity here you mm-hmm. know what I mean? right. um but there's also organizations who've been doing it for i think uh I believe 17 years women's audio mission mm. you check them out um i mentioned before gender amplified i think they've been around i don't know i want to say i want to say 10 plus i'm not sure mm. um uh also um alicia keys just started an organization called she is the music mm. um supporting women in music in general um and uh uh, female frequency mm. um they're a local um organization that's doing great work around women in music production sound girls on the west coast um and they do events um too in new york so there there are a lot of beats by girls mm. <clears throat> you know so there are a lot of organization 
organizations and of course the creator suite (laughs) (laughs) but there are a lot i like at least a lot more than when i was you know grinding grinding and i don't i I don't know of one you know back in the day so Mm. i do feel a momentum i do feel a, a awareness um that's the good thing. Like things are shifting, but yeah, there's a lot of work to do. Of course, I, yeah. I wonder. And and um, again, I I can't state how it, I feel like I'm speaking out of school a lot on this episode because it's not yeah. something that I'm super You're familiar with. You're but, at home, Anthony. Ah, <laughs> um, I I do feel like looking back on when times were more uneven and when there was a bigger deficit, um. I think it speaks volumes to look at some of the personalities that came out of this time where women were not expected to exceed in such a way or or looked at the same way a man would be. And I think that there's so many of these beautiful, strong um, personalities and performers on the main stage of things mm-hmm. from back then. And we have all these beautiful, strong women that we can look back on now and admire their work. People like Nina Simone and people like Aretha Franklin and people like Joni Mitchell, Carol King, and and uh, Betty Davis, and all these people that pioneered the way, and um, it's interesting to see how much of that passion and how much of that, um, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for here? That that uh, hunger comes through in all of their music because they really, really had to mm-hmm. grit their teeth and bite down so hard to get where they got, and I think that that's such a it's it's heartbreaking to hear it when you go back in the records now, but it's also really beautiful to see how hard and dedicated and passionate these people are about their crafts. Yeah. Um, you know, like artists, like a, um, a lot of times too, when women who are artists and they produce themselves, uh, although they might have credits on the record, it somehow mm. doesn't register like a Bjork. Yeah. Like people don't yeah. understand like she's produced a lot of right. her work. Yeah. Like a Grimes, like she's yeah. producing her records. Right. And yeah. It's not, you know, registering. And, yeah. you know, I think, um, I think what, um, you know, I enjoy about the creator suite or what I enjoy doing is making it, um, visible yeah. and, and yeah. making, um, p- making, um, people feel like, um, they're late to the party in a sense, you know mm. what I mean? Not, you know, not in a shady way, but just in no, like, like we're here, like and this, we're doing this it. is what we're doing. It's, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like we've been doing this. This is like, you know, welcome, you know, this, you, you, when you come on your, our page, you're like a fly in what's yeah. in the in the worlds of these women who have been great. You know like, what I mean? Like I was on Instagram one day, and this is a couple of months ago, and and Wavy Bagels had posted like a one of the flyers to one of your functions, and I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere in Manhattan, but like I messaged him, I was like, "Oh, how was it?" Because I, you know, I was I was interested, and he's like, "Yo, like they're doing a great job over there. Like you need to." Just sit in and be there. I was like, oh man. Okay, Shout cool. out yeah. to Wavy Bagels. Yo, yeah, he I is, see him up on a page. Yeah. He is like, every, he's the people's champ. And oh, he's the best. Not I even that, that like guy. he's a great person because he is, but like he champions everybody so visibly. So big shout out to Wavy Bagels. Yeah. Um, Diving into more uh, like a production yep. um, element, like who are the, some of the producers that you're paying attention to? Like one of my favorite producers... Mm-hmm. Uh, not a producer, MC, musicians is Georgia Ann Muldrow. Like, oh, yeah. shut the mics off right now. <laughs> <laughs> shut the lights off. Oh my gosh, yeah, you already know she's one of my like, favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the like, I, I, um, I used to do um, what, what actually got me, um, what's the word like? 
I want to say magnetized, but like kind of like the bug for doing this advocacy work for women in music production yeah. was I used to do um, videography yeah. um, mm. for Gender Amplified, which is another organization that supports women um, producers, um, DJs, songwriters. And I um, was, I think the name of the series was In the Mix. So like, you know, my job was to find people for that. Yeah. And so um, I was going to Cali and I just like, kind of randomly like I would love to interview Georgia and Muldrow and I like inboxed her on Facebook and she responded you know and wow. that was crazy this was like 2000 I don't know it was like three years ago I can't remember wow. anymore. it's all blurry 2016 so like I wrote like when because my sister lives in, in in LA so then from there I just rode out with a friend to Vegas and I interviewed her it was at her crib a studio in her crib I was just like yo this is crazy <laughs> wow. you know what I mean and That's so wild. you can check out the interview on Jenna Amplifies YouTube, but um, it was just, it was, she's just like, you know, one of her aliases on, on, she did a record and she went by Jyoti, but okay. like, that's what she reminds me of, like light, like she's just like a light beam, like, mm -hmm. and she was like playing some tracks for me, I was like, where am I right now? <laughs> Yo, like the, uh, the, um, just how she, her groove, her feel, like the mm. pocket in the, in the, um. In the way she programs drums, like mm. that's hard to do. Like, there's one thing if you were playing it, like you right, know what I mean, yeah, you playing yeah. on drums. But the way that she programs synth drums is crazy. Yeah, like, yo, yeah. like, um, she's nuts. Like, she goes by um, her. I think her her uh, her tagline is she's the instrument of the ancestors. Yeah. But yeah. like, you feel all that history, like in that snare, and then not like it's crazy. Like, I'm a I'm a huge fan. Yeah, and especially yeah. like she like being on the West Coast too. Like, she gets can get easily get like bonded up with like Mad Lib. Or or any one of those Stone's Throw characters, and mm -hmm. she's like she stands out so visibly because of just her output yeah. and then who she is as a person. So yeah. she's big, big inspiration and big favorite. Um, are there are, are there any others that that like? I don't know. I don't want to put it like put her on a pedestal. Yeah, and be like, but, but she, anyone, you know, but she 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 deserves she, she, it. She deserves it. Yeah. Uh, we'll put her up. We'll put her up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, because she's been doing it too, like for yeah. a couple decades. She started yeah. young, like you know. I believe she went to school with Robert Glasper. Like, oh, cool. School. Yeah. yeah. So, so like you mm. know, she's um she's been doing it. She she definitely deserves praise. Mm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but um fans um producers I really like and, and and these are people I don't know if you've heard of you might not have. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Killer Man's Ego. That's what she goes by. She Ooh, probably doesn't know that. Amazing. I told her I love her stuff. But she's based out of Philly. Mm. Super duper dope. I guess her stuff will be um, categorized as future bass ish. Okay, cool. But I don't know. You know, music is music. Yeah. She's just ridiculously dope. Mm. Um, another producer I love. And there's, uh, there's so many. You know what yeah. I mean? Another mm. producer, um, Obuxum. Oh, yeah. You know her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She, I think she just did a show with Daedalus. She did, I know she, she, she was Toronto. She's yeah, based out of Toronto. I think she's based out there. She came to New York for an in plain sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, she throws events. I forgot yeah. uh what's the name of it? Um behind dag. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Um behind the scenes, something like that. Okay. Off the scene. Off the oh, scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. She throws that showcase yeah. with um Faraz. Yes. Yeah. Her fiance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're dope. They're both produced. They're both yeah. sick. But she's I really love her stuff. She's yeah. um she is Somali. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She and I just I'm I'm hearing, you know, I hear those rhythms in there. I, I love her stuff. I mean, there's so many. Um yeah, yeah. uh G Notes is dope. Another yes. producer. These are all producers yes. that we work with at the Creative Suite. Yeah. Madly, I mean, Posi Bell, like they're oh, yeah. me, I love Mio Soul. Do you know yeah. Mio Soul? Yeah, yeah. We've She's met once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um 
But I'm yeah, I mean I'm really I guess I'm true to what I'm living, but I'm yeah. I'm, I'm feeling the people I'm I'm, I'm messing with. So yeah. yeah. This is so it's so inspiring to hear to hear you speak at such a, a deep level of knowledge and appreciation on this subject. Um, it's just a really refreshing and beautiful thing to hear. I'm just like with a big smile on my face. <laughs> Thank over you, here. Anthony. Yeah, of course. Anthony's the people, people's champ too. I know. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Anthony's out here with these headphones. And what's that about? Oh no! Oh, this is. <laughs> what's what's this headphone technology? My going my on? other headphones, my beautiful Sennheisers broke. Oh, so, I'm not mad at these. These look like they can walk and talk. What they are these do. About? Well, they barely work. <laughs> That's oh, okay. what they do. Okay. Um, this is my old gaming headset from oh. maybe seven or eight years ago. That's what that big G is for? Yeah, G is for gaming. I'm so uh, mad now. Maybe it's Logitech. I don't know where okay. I bought them from, but they're they've worked. They have like a little microphone on them too that flips oh, out. That's I know. what I'm seeing. I'm I, mad now. I know, but it looks fresh. It looks, thank you. When when you pulled out the microphone, something changed for me. Yeah, it's different yeah, now. It's it's cha- yeah, now it's like now. you might want to like you know run my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So I think we'll use this opportunity to take a break. Okay. Uh, we'll be back with more of conversation with Abita Austin on generally specific. Hey, it's Andre. Thanks for listening to another episode of Generally Specific. Cosme and I truly, truly appreciate your love and support. Just wanted to use the break to give some shout outs to some people who have supported the podcast early on. And if you don't know, our podcast is hosted on Anchor and then is distributed to other platforms from there. So first and foremost, shout out to Tara Hayes for favoriting the pod on Anchor. Appreciate you. Shout out to Mrs. Cosme for her comments. Um, and just birthing this beautiful boy that I get to work with. So thank you so much. Shout out to Jessica DeJesus and Arthur Azulai, Paul Waltz. Thank you guys. Shout out to Malcolm Nugent, Jelani Carter, Justice Ramos, and Louis Malini. Shout out to the Fifth Row Podcast. Check that out if you have the time. And the Nig U Force. You all know who you are. Appreciate y'all. Shout out to Krista Ferry, Steve Kane, Gina Dorso, and Emily Seiler for your support we appreciate you guys so on the specific side of the podcast that you'll be hearing in a second Cosme and I do misquote a couple of things or provide the wrong names for some things so just know that David Chang is the host of Ugly Delicious not the name mentioned later in the show and Sophia Chang is the focus of the podcast episode that I mentioned way toward the end of the show. Also, the DREAM acronym is wrong when I mention it. I will make that correction at the end of the show as well. So again, at the end of the show, there'll be a post note making those corrections. The specific side of Generally Specific is coming up in a second. We're back. Welcome back to Generally Specific. We're here with Abita Austin, Andre Dowdy, Yo. and uh, me, the beast from the East. What? <laughs> Anthony John Cosby. Bars. Get our new t-shirt. Uh, 
guy. <laughs> the beast from the east. Yikes. Okay. I, I have to just give a little bit of energy. I keep it up, you know, and I, I want have to, that from you. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we like to ask everyone on the pod what inspires them, what's inspiring them right now. And you came with a super holistic in tune approach you want to talk about it right well outside of women in music production right um i'm heavy i've been heavy into yoga meditation like Mm. i I, since like i was a teenager okay um my mom got me into it um i just i like it because it works you Mm. know what i mean and it's almost like i got it at a point where i didn't really have any stress (laughs) and so it's like it set me up you don't need it so much? I didn't much. need it when I was a kid. Yeah. I felt like I, well, I guess I did, but I, you know what I mean? It wasn't like life was cool. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? right. But it's just like now, it's like I'm happy I had it back in the day because it's like now I know how to work it. You know That's, what I mean? Like, I, you know, I've been doing it. I feel like you're ahead of the curve because I feel like there's, there's such an influence on self-care right now yes. in a commercial way. Yeah. And you've, you've already been there, so it's yeah. not even a thing for you. It's not a thing for me. And it's like, I almost don't, It's it, when I was, um when you were asking me that, I didn't, have an, another word to describe i guess that because i don't like that word i don't know yeah. something about it's like Ugh. yeah um but but i am curious what people I'm, I'm always surprised when people tell me they don't you know smoke anything they don't drink anything but they're like have great energy and they're like always happy right. so i'm always i'm curious like what are they doing like like what do you do andre like to just and it's almost like a, a survival like what do you do to like not go left you know because it's new york city it's a you know it's a it's a expensive city it's like you know a lot of things going on can be stressful like what is your thing you know i don't know yet and i've 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 had this conversation with a bunch of different people just because i think we're all collectively trying to figure out what that is um and i don't know i like i tried meditation out for a hot second i hadn't been on it so like it was and and i have an issue sometimes keeping to to a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so meditation, I tuned in to and then tuned out of. Um, but it is something I respect. I don't know. Um, I feel like everybody has something. Yeah, and I'm sure I do. And I haven't put like a name on it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I have like a such a weird relationship to being in New York City or being near New York, mm-hmm. or being in proximity to all of this. Like I'm I'm very much like small fish in big pond and i very much own that and i think that's it like i own the idea or i own the fact that of the x amount of people the millions of people who live in new york city i'm just another x and not to discredit myself and say i'm not worth the the time or the investment or the or to like not to celebrate myself when the time comes it's just that i know that new york is such a competitive place and i know that for every one thing that I'm doing, there's always going to be three or four people who are doing it better, if not more aggressively to get to that point where they are there. So I think it's a matter of keeping myself in check and knowing that there's always work to be done, but not to stress that it has to make me, you know, because because mm-hmm. again, we're in this extremely competitive place where people like you ask people who come from the West Coast out to you they're like, oh, you guys are so like. Everyone's like, oh, I got to go do this, got to go do this, got to do this. And you go out there and they're like, yeah, you know, cool, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen or whatever. And I think I'm taking a West Coast <laughs> approach. Anthony's like, <laughs> okay. I, like, I guess I'm taking that West Coast approach of like, let me be human first before I boil myself down to a product and, and take things as they come. 
And I don't know if that's working to my detriment or not. Like, am I putting myself in the passenger seat where I should be in the driver's seat? Um, I don't know. But like, if I, if I decide to focus my energy on like being in the passenger seat all the time and being, being, I don't know, we'll say at the top for lack of a better term, I'm going to destroy myself because New York is designed to destroy people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's the place where everything happens. And as a result, you know, they're going to, there are going to be losers, quote unquote, like people win, people lose. And then there are people in the middle. And I'm one of those people in the middle, just figuring it out. I have mm-hmm. my ups and I have my downs. And if I try to glamorize my highs, I should also be aware that my lows will be extremely low. <laughs> so okay. yeah, like, and, and something, so I work in a school and something that I've told my students too, especially that want to get in podcasting. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I tell them, be realistic, be very realistic with yourself. You're in a very competitive market now. Now that people listen to all of these things all the time, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're, you're going to have to figure out what makes you special and then be aware that that's not going to be the thing that immediately grabs people. You know, like it takes time. So work at your own pace and be able to celebrate yourself when you can, but understand where you are. And I think, again, to, to summarize, mm-hmm. New York is a beast. And I think acknowledging that and then being able to step back and say, okay, I'm a human in New York keeps me in check, I guess. And it's not necessarily like a thing I can do every morning and wake up. Like mm-hmm. it's tough because I always battle with it. I'll wake up some days and I'm like, geez. And I'll do that thing where I go through my my social feed and like see all these people who are doing great things. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough with my life. <laughs> right. And then, then there are days where I'll like, throw my phone in my room and not use it the whole day. And so, you know what? Like I deserve this day. I've done something. I've done something to keep myself sane. Keep it moving. I think um, creatives might have an advantage too, because we're like, we were not, but we're usually doing stuff that we love. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? We yeah. like chose a passion. Like for me, what, um, what, is working for me. What I like about yoga is that I found what is consistent. Mm. It's like a consistent line that, you know, even if like whatever um, outwardly is going on or, um, you know, ups and downs of life, it's still like this inner peace. So mm. like, I still feel good. You know what right. I mean? And like, that's the plus. So I'm just curious, like maybe it's a little bit, um, I want to hear from you, Anthony, but maybe it's a little bit, <laughs> you didn't get off, off the hook. <laughs> but maybe it's a thing where it's like, because usually, I mean, and I might be generalizing, but a lot of times I feel like creatives are living on, on their purpose. Yeah. And so there is this joy that's kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we're in our truth just on a base level, right. not getting too deep. And so, um, and maybe that's, you know, maybe it's not, it doesn't like, you don't have to do too much because you're already like a creative, you're um photographer, you're doing your thing, you right. teach, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my little theory. I, I loved a lot of what you said and I resonate with a lot of what you said. And I think there is something so comforting about being in New York city, which is a place that is designed to beat you up a little <laughs> bit. Um, and just taking some solace and like, I, I always take solace. And like I'm a part of this. Like mm. as much as I'm small and which I think feeling small is a really cool thing in, in the city because you feel like, yeah, I'm this tiny cog in this gigantic machine, but I'm in a machine. I'm a part of this machine and I'm valid and me being here makes sense. 
So I do genuinely resonate with a lot of what you were saying. Um, for me, I don't truly think that I took proper care of myself until I moved to New York City. Mm. And I think New York City last year was a weird year for me and not a great one, but it taught me a lot. And I think that the stuff it taught me have like the things that I've learned over the past year, I can now implement to improve my quality of life going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's little things like um, I like to make little times for myself during the day. And I think that's really important because I know I can't, I can't always, I've also tried the meditation thing and mm-hmm. I have headspace on my phone, which is yes. a really good app to just re- remind you to breathe and take five minutes and just kind of like cool out. Um, I also love that guy's voice. The gentleman great who speaks voice. to you on oh, Headspace. Headspace? Yeah. yeah, it's like this oh, Australian gentleman. I've tried like, Calm. Calm is mm. good too. I actually have left, I left Calm. No shade to Calm, but <laughs> I left Calm because I didn't like the woman's voice. Mm. It happens. It happens, right? That's like podcasting. Yeah. It's got to yeah. feel comfortable for you. Yeah. Um, so I've tried all that stuff and, and I tried like transcendental me- uh, meditation and stuff like that. And I could get into it and I, I did like doing it. Um, but it, I found that it was something I really couldn't stick to as much. So yeah. I tried to make these little pockets of time during my day where I just, uh, think a lot mm. and I, I look, I, I, I acknowledge what I should be doing better because one thing that I'm, I say to myself genuinely every day is that I want to be better than I was yesterday. And I want to pick something that I wasn't happy with yesterday and try to fix it today. Um, because I, I always want to be learning. I never want to feel that I've no- learned everything. And I always want to be progressing forward and making myself better mm-hmm. while also helping and lifting up the other people around me and becoming like a nice source of bright light for my friends who who may or may not need me, you know, mm-hmm. and and helping them helps me too. Um, so I would just make a lot of time for myself during the day. I used to go on these really long walks um, oh, when I lived in Astoria. Siesta. Yeah, I would go. I would go to Astoria Park every day, um, and make photos of people because that was something that truly reminded me that I was a part of something. That that it really like blew my mind that there were other people who were taking time out of their day and they're going to the same place that I'm going to feel some kind of comfort. So we, I would just take photos of these people who were just like having a picnic or doing this or doing that, and I would just be walking around with my headphones and thinking about where I am and what I've done and what I'm going to do and all that kind of stuff. But while kind of sharing that we're both doing this and we're both here at this point and I don't know anything about you and you don't know anything about me, but we happen to be in the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was a really beautiful thing. Um, And that makes me feel a lot better. So I guess I hope that answered yeah, your no, question. No, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's like um, that inspired me because um, I'm inspired. <laughs> oh, um, I know. I'm no, happy. but like um, the the te- I feel like I don't think enough. I don't like it's like thinking like just um, big picture, bigger picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, specifically for the creative suite. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't get to think um, as much as I feel like I need to be because I'm doing so much day to day. Right, you I get know? that too, and I I think it's. It's hard to just like it's easy to get wrapped up in your day to day. Yeah. You have to carve out time like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. absolutely you absolutely mm-hmm. do. And I think with for me as a creative person, mm-hmm. I'm I feel like I'm always in the balance of like oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing enough. I need mm-hmm. to be doing more. And 
some slightly narcissistic, oh, I'm really good at this <laughs> and I'm pretty cool and I'm doing good. So I think it's important to acknowledge what you've done, what you are doing, what you will do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because otherwise it's just going to go on set. And while I do think that you can't dwell on what you've done in the past so much, mm-hmm. I think it's important to look back on that stuff and appreciate the effort and the work and stuff that you already have put in to get to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So so talking about yoga specifically or yoga and meditation, mm-hmm. I feel like if you like for, for someone like me, um, I haven't given myself the time to start it consistently, do it consistently, and then embrace all of the other elements contained in it. And I think there's a level of spirituality and awareness that's involved in there that I don't have yet. And so I guess it's something that I can't fully fall into. I feel like I'm almost taking what I need from it, not not giving myself up to the... What do you mean you don't have it yet? Hmm. So, like, you don't have a desire for it. You say you don't give. A, it, you, it don't, might, you don't really care. <laughs> it <laughs> might just be that if yeah. it boiled down okay, to it. Okay. But and that's but, real. Yeah. Like uh, you know, if if like when I'm if I you know, when I did try and, and meditate, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would do it on my own terms. So I'm not in it all the way. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would practice my breathing, be aware of that. But maybe I wouldn't sit in the in the position they'd suggest. I'd be laying on my back in my bed, just kind of doing it my way mm-hmm. which may not be the way that needs to be done and maybe it's a matter of, of you know principle and setting up that that uh what am i saying here that a uh, uh, um, regimen or that yeah uh, ritual that, or? yeah let's say the ritual mm-hmm. or the regiment so um i think once i get to that place mm-hmm. and can open myself up to it and then open myself up to all the other um uh, discipline yes disciplines or the, yes that's it, involved it, in it's, it's a discipline thing right yeah like it's like, it's like when you walked in you were aware of the palo santo oh yeah and that's we, we're burning a bunch of things <laughs> exactly and, and i'm like that's something i'm slowly All getting legal. In, yes 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 <laughs> that's something i'm getting into as yeah. well um and so that's like that's part of my awareness there and so maybe that that's part of my ritual being you know mindful yeah. and clearing the air of what's yeah. what's there but like that's part of it so like maybe meditation is the next step for me and then i can involve those two in tandem well i would you know i would um i want to suggest if i can yeah but I would, I would, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like please i'm, I'm horrible no, 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 I would, it's not like i'm all into like because it sounds very forced like what you're you know what I mean? yeah like, like i'm saying? forcing myself you're to forcing, be in like, it right and, yeah. and my whole thing is is like um it's uh, the you have to feel it yeah. Just like, mm. just we're creatives, we're, we get more passionate or more um, excited into it when we feel it. Mm. So there, there has to be love there. You know mm. what I mean? Like kind of love for it. Yeah. And I would say, you know, maybe it's not time for you to be meditating. Or maybe, you know, that's not going to be you. You right. know what I mean? I do believe that um, no matter what path, you know, you practice, I believe that. I don't know how to say this, but I, I don't <laughs> want to come up sound appreciative, but I do feel like um meditation would benefit everybody because it's um you you awaken to another part of yourself and a a big part of yourself that you're not aware of Mm. you know what i mean and to me like that was like the big aha like like i didn't realize like you can slow your breath down you know what i mean and feel like this current of peace Mm. and it's like it feels like it's coming from within you and from a greater source but you all of a sudden feel part of a bigger thing you know what i mean and it's just like 
ain't nobody told me that in school. You know what yeah, I mean? No. Like, right. like it feels good. Like that's why I continue to do it. Like I feel love, you know? And yeah. I feel like if you, if you don't feel the love or you don't have the desire for it, I would say, you know, don't stress it. Mm. I, I, my, the main thing I feel like is to find those moments of relaxation, you know what I mean? And love, like, that's like the basis of it. Like it's, it's, it's all about just relaxing and, you know, um, feeling love, you know what I mean? And, and whatever little bit of love that you feel when you're quiet, mm. like focus on it. Cause usually what you focus on grows, you know mm. what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I wouldn't, I'm not about like force, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. whatever, you know, whatever you love, I would say just, you know, maybe it's a matter of just putting more attention on something that you really love. Mm to the exclusion of like other things and seeing how that grows. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's my two bit. Oh, I love that. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's great. Cause it, it is such a subjective thing. You have to find what works for you yep. and yeah. what works for you at that current point. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that I would have been as receptive to whatever I'm doing now years ago when I felt that I quote unquote didn't need it, yeah. even though I think right. we always need something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think I mean, well, this is just now, this is extremely personal. Like, not personal in the sense wait, wait. don't share this. No, no, no. It's personal and <laughs> that it's lock the door. <laughs> personal that it's happening to me specifically. But um my sister, my brother, and uh my mom have all been seeing a chiropractor. Ooh. They haven't been seeing my chiropractor. Yeah. What? We're yeah. gonna battle with chiropractors. Oh, yeah. no. So I mean so like of course, like spinal care is important, you know. Like biologically speaking, spinal care is important. Uh, You realize how much your nervous system runs through your your spine. So like obviously keeping that in check is good. And then what I like about this specific practice, um, not only that my brother is friendly with the the gentleman who runs it, I think they they went to school together. So that's that's already, you know, home for uh, part of it. Mm -hmm. But um, like they're always preaching a, a, and I don't use preach pejoratively, but they are suggesting a holistic approach which is always appreciated so they do talks every two weeks or so um and they talk about living the dream i can't remember all of the the letters what it stands for it's like uh, diet rest Hmm. um and i think exercise uh active active in the sense of taking care of your your spine and then I forget the M, but regarding meditation, meditation. Medita- <laughs> <laughs> that's so cliche. Bars, bars. Oh my gosh. Um, so like you know, um, I I guess like the reason I'm only suggesting chiropractors to people now, or, or at least finding the right one, is that not only do they just crack your back and leave you at the door, is that they'll educate you about you know what a healthy spine means. And then all of the things surrounding that to keep yourself healthy as well. So I guess like, you know, what has been a thing for me, granted, it's still a financial investment. So it's not something you can just kind of pick up if you're not in that position. But um, having the ability to have someone also like keep me in check too has been helpful. You've been going to the, this chiropractor? Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. wait a minute. So you, you introduced it originally that your mother, your sister and your brother were going. Yeah. I was, they got you down with it. Yeah. So, I mean, my brother had been going for a while yeah. and I guess just b- because he knew it and he's like, Hey, if you know, if you're willing to offer the service and I'm willing to pay, let's do it. My sister threw out her back. Mm. So, and then she found out that her hips were misaligned and mm. all these other things were leading to just physical ailments that she had. My mom's had on and off back pain. 
So that's been good. And then like I've had back pain just from being tall, I guess, growing pains mm-hmm. kind of matured into that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's uh, like what, what made you bring up the chiropractor though? I'm trying to. Oh, I guess like maybe like it's been my thing at the moment. Oh, I, I see. guess yeah, that's no, been that's, my thing. It's real, and like and the fact that everyone's been going for so long, and I've been like, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. get to it. I've, always, I've I've been like that for a while, and I said like, you know what? Let me go. Let me see what it's about. And now it's one of those things where like I do look forward to going because not only like it's great to get your back cracked and have it aligned the way it should be, but also like the space that they provide is also extremely just like meditative and calm. So, mm. so it just happens to be my thing at the moment. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I recently I was in a crazy car accident. Oof. Like Ooh. I know in July it was like near death. It was crazy. Oof. I know, but I'm here. I like yeah, like, I know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, <laughs> very flippantly <laughs> bringing that one up. Sunday service, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, but I started to go to a chiropractor who happened to be a friend of the family, mm. and I didn't. I never knew what that. Um, uh, science was yeah and so it's like basically it's like a car like wear and tear just living yep. your bones um get out of alignment yeah and so she uses a low force technique so she, nothing gets mm. cracked I, I, at uh, first i was like are, are you love is, that i know I, oh, i know the, i'll give you her number after thank you but but i was just like is anything happening but then uh, when i got off the table i could fly so yeah. so it's like it's like um they're aligning it and it's helping it's basically um freeing up the prana we get back to medicine or the energy in your body right. so that it can flow as it should so right. there are no blocks okay right. so it's just like that's what i i resonated with and i felt it i was like wow right because of the shock and the trauma from like being um right. rear-ended yeah. it's almost like she told me a month after i was going because i've been going for like months now yeah. she was like you were um what'd you say um you were shut down when you got here. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, damn. Really? She knew not to tell me the first day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was like, I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, but um, but yeah, but it's like I did feel like I was, you know, waking up. Like right. it was like a reset, like on a computer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, chiropractor, I live by it now. I'm like, yeah. I'm going for the rest of my life. Because like, even you consider like, you know, like you lift your arm. Like some something your brain gets a signal to tell something else to tell your arm to move. Mm-hmm. And so like at least at my chiropractor, they they always like <laughs> preach about like what's a subluxation and then how do you fix that? Subluxation is like you know uh, a misalignment of the spine that causes like, like pressure and can cause n- nervous damage. And so, why are you pointing at me? How do you, you fix? I'm not. Damage? I'm just. You just happen to be to my left, bro. Shots fired. You just happen to be over hey, here. Podcast um, over. Nervous, <laughs> nervous damage is the my band rap, broke up. Is my rap name. <laughs> <laughs> But if if you consider the 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 highway that is your nervous system, mm-hmm. that's all energy essentially. Yeah. So if you pinch that, you're obviously going to do damage to yourself in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And then having the ability to have that opened, whether it is low pressure or through these yeah. aggressive cracks, yeah. whatever it is, opens up a whole different ballgame. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's wild. It's like <laughs> it's terrifying. It's so wild. Right? It's funny because like I heard it feels like ah, and then it feels good. Yeah, it, I like I mean I used to crack my neck a lot. That's um, not good. I heard. Yes. Yeah. yeah, my, yeah you can get a stroke from that. I heard. Oh. Yeah. And I Jeez. asked my um, chiropractor, Doctor Sally Brooksmith, just shouting her out. <laughs> <laughs> She's so dope. Anyway. Yeah, I said this to her after. I know. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. But no. Um. She told me that I was just like, "Is it true you can get a stroke?" She's like, "Yeah." Because I, I, someone else was also yeah. fearful of it, just because like you can pop vessels, something, yeah, yeah. some type of too. aneurysm. I was like, yeah. Ooh, when she told me that, I was like, yeah, "It's over, yeah. yeah, no more." You want the blood to flow, but you, exactly. don't, you don't want it to stop or pop. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, 
chiropractic treatment happens to be my thing at the moment. That's awesome. Mm. So yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that it is it is I have opened up to it at this moment in time. It mm-hmm. sounds like it's helping you. I've heard you talk about it a lot in the past like three days. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah. It's everything. I, you just you feel better though. How do you feel? That's the like I feel lighter and I mm. feel a little looser. And I'm I'm more aware of how my spine is now than I have been before. Like when I start sitting, like like at this very I just moment, yo, like, I saw oh, you. Let me sit up. No, I've been yep. over. See, no, me too. And I'm like trying to work it too. So and even like if I can do what I can to make sure that I keep myself aligned and present. So, yeah, That's little nice. things. So. It may not be as textbook as like I do this every day. I do this every day. No, and I'm not saying that's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, great. A, it's a thing. So also like I've been very fortunate enough to be around people who have, have been uh, very aggressive in finding more holistic ways to exist. Mm. And I don't know if you're familiar with like alkaline water being thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've I've have been I've had access to that. So being able to you know just dive in there and then the, the place that i go to receive my water does offer like spot like a sauna wait, wait type a of thing wait a minute this is the whole thing wait, it's, it's a, a place thing. that i go to receive <laughs> my thing. water uh, can I'm, we just have a moment of silence for that <laughs> yep yeah. what kind of life you're living your best life I'm trying trying you know? you're not going back and forth with Nan. No. now wait a minute <laughs> no uh, wait, are you, wait, where are you receiving water what are, is going on are you on? familiar with fountain no p-h-o-u and T-A-I-N, yes, yeah. So they they provide services where you can receive alkaline water. It's either through like a payment thing or whatever the case. So you can get the water at whatever pH level is good for your body. And then they offer like a... This is a totally a sauna, and then they could do a foot bath. I got, I got a Brita. Totally yeah, no, hey, Brita's I got the first the Brita. So the Brita's good. Shout out to Miles and Courtney for putting yeah. me on and letting me come in and get my... My my things done. Yeah, so, yeah. I, like honestly, I'm check that out. It sounds like it's, it's cool like stuff. you're living your best life. And there's a bunch on Long Island too. Yeah, fountain. Yeah, so there's a couple on the South Shore too. So like, if they have this the infrared sauna, do that. It's like 30 minutes. Oh, I Just, think I've seen that on Sunrise Highway. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent By the Lexus car dealership. No. But I think, <laughs> I think it was though. Like, yeah. If you can, and, and I they was have, like, "What is that about?" I don't know. I don't remember the name, but it was. It might have been something different. Is it a thing now, like that type of business? Yeah, yeah. It, it and to call it a thing is accurate. I think I don't know if it's indicative, of just like a commercialization of a thing that's always been happening. Mm-hmm. But um, the ability to walk into a sauna for like a couple of dollars, not like over the head, mm-hmm. doing like a spa kind of thing, like yeah, super good. Have you guys tried these uh, the sensory deprivation tanks, no. so like the float tanks? That's to. what I saw. I think it was on some. Yeah. Oh, if it's I'm like, not ready for that. Ooh, I tried it a few times. Yeah, huh? do you I like re- it? It's really weird floating in a dark room naked. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready. No, that's a little weird. It's 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 I, weird. I, think I am. Oh, like okay. You should. Be. It's fine. It's not bad. Oh, what what happened? So it's really dark. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's basically a water. It's like a water that's filled with such a volume of Epsom salt that you float in it. Wow. So it's like the Dead Sea, where like you'll float in the Dead Sea, you won't sink. Okay. Um, and the idea is that it, it's the same temperature that your body is so it's heated to like 98.5 degrees or whatever it is right 98 98.7 kiss fm hey yeah, kiss fm oh welcome to 98.7 kiss fm the classics of the 90s 2000s and today right. r.i.p the no more yeah okay. you can do walk 97.5 if we want to go long island radio yeah, station cd 1.9 smooth jazz 94.3 the shark um wow <laughs> the shark. <laughs> um but 
Uh, so it's the same temperature as your body. And the idea is that it, for me, what it did was make, like, make me forget I had a body, so to speak. Oh, that's fresh. So you're kind of like existing just as a consciousness. And it was really nice because you don't think about your body for a while. So you're just kind of thinking and existing as a being and not as a human being. Yeah, it's your soul. Yeah, and I really loved it because it's, it's completely dark, completely silent. And you're just floating in this small thing of water. Now, are you... Your head's above the water? Yes. Yeah, so okay. you have, like, earplugs. Okay. And then the water level ends, like, here. I'm so, mad. Yeah. That it, angle. It, it, I'm mad at the angle. It's, like, here. <laughs> you're laying down flat. Where is it? Wait, wait, wait. It's, right it's like, here. here. It's right over your ears. So your, your mouth and your nose are nice and out so you can breathe mm-hmm. uh, and not drown. Like floating on your back. Yeah, you're floating on your back. That's interesting. It's really nice. Um, usually, they do 90-minute sessions, which sounds like a lot. But it goes by incredibly fast. Wow, you're, um, just, you're there at peace. You're just, just thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah. yeah, you get your phones in another room locked away. Your your you know everything else. You're just you're existing as you, without your body mm-hmm. for a little bit, and it's really it's really calming. I, I liked it for a while. I did it a lot when I lived on Long Island, but since I moved here, I don't really have mm-hmm. a place to go. I'm sure I could find one, but mm. it's really expensive also. So I didn't Yeah, really... it can be. Yeah. What is it per session? Uh, on the receipts. On the receipts. It was like 85 or $90. That's not bad. That's like a, a yeah. massage. Yeah. yeah. That's not too bad. It's, For 90 minutes? Yeah. yeah. It's not That's so cheap. Massage. Massage. It's not yeah. horrible. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, I was, I was like questioning the worth of it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I do think it's, it's genuinely something that helps people and helped me for certain uh, mm-hmm. when I went in it. So I, I should try that again. I had a friend, I had two friends who went and they left a book outside to just for like for you to record what happened, I guess for their sake and for yours. And from what they told me, like someone had wrote that they'd seen their like their dead mother that had passed and would be able to talk to them for a little bit, a whole nine. So, yeah, I'm very wow. curious to like do it. So, well, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, let me know what happened. It's very, <laughs> very personal and spiritual for a lot of these people. Yeah. Actually, uh, um, I'll shout out my friend Dan Barletta on Long Island. Yeah, right, um, right. He runs a company called Think Tank Flotation. Okay. Um, they have, I think, one or two float tanks. Um, they're out in... Ew, they're way out east. They're further than Farmingville. Montauk, Montauk Springs? No, uh, not that far. Okay. <laughs> that, I think they're in like Miller Place. These names I never heard of. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's Miller fine. Place is like Rocky <laughs> Rocky Point? Vaguely. Okay. It's where like, is that? Where? Uh, like North Shore. Okay. Um, but where? Like if you take North Ocean Avenue all oh the way God. north. No. <laughs> Sorry, that's where no it is. Oh idea my gosh. Yeah. How, 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 how? Close is that to Montauk's Point? I just or, oh, like or the Hamptons. How, how? Forty minutes, thirty minutes. It's still it's 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 closer to the end of um. It's closer to Montauk's Point. I would say it's like smack dab in the middle of Long Island, maybe a no. little bit closer to Montauk than Manhattan. But yeah, mm. that's not smack dab. Well, yeah. No, I know that, but like, <laughs> okay, that's it's a little out. it's a little closer to Montauk. Then, Does everybody know that we're all from Long Island on this? Oh no! Now know. they do. Now they do. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we've talked around a couple of Long Island. Long Island. But yeah, so you know, self care. Self care. It's a beautiful thing. Cool. Yeah. Should, is it about time that we we go yeah. around the horn? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. What's oh, there's there's something. Wait a minute. Um. So at the end of every episode, we ask our guests, and we'll also provide something. Um, what's something you're super into right now? It doesn't have to be anything that we talked about so far. Just something that you're super into right now that you think more people should be aware of. 
besides Women in Music Production? Hey. Did I mention? Wow. Hey, um, well, I mean, let's leave that first and foremost. Um, what's something I'm super in? We already talked about you talked about yoga. Yeah. Oh, it could be like a TV show you're watching. It could oh, be like a oh, song you're into right oh, now. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold up. Um, I have two things. You know what's really cool? Um, I mean, yeah, this is just I've been watching it, and it's funny. I like sketch comedy. Oh, check out. You already know. Please, please. Wait, 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 wait. On Netflix? Yeah. The Astrology Club. Oh, no. You know that wasn't that? where I was going to oh, go. Oh, I've heard, I've wait, heard wait, people wait, talked about it. Check out the Astrology Club. The, astrology. the oh, um The executive producer of Blackish. Okay. Oh, okay. Created this, but it's totally different. Oh, I love it's that. Funny. I love sketch comedy. Yeah, there was one, um, there was one skit where it was about, um, Resting creep face, hysterical, <laughs> hysterical. I'm gonna watch that like yeah, two the astrology club. Yeah, it's or on Netflix. Astrology, astrology club. I don't. I know think it's astrology. Astrology. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. astrology club. Netflix. On Netflix. Hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Also, I thought you were gonna say I think you should leave, which is another. <laughs> What's that? It's another sketch comedy series. It's more of like an absurdist uh, yeah. sketch comedy series. Like mm. the first. Where do I find that? On Netflix, it's Netflix um, Tim Robinson. I think you should leave now. Yeah, he's, he, he's an old... I think he was on SNL for a while. Okay. And then now he just... They made the show on their own budget and then sold it to Netflix. That so name is hysterical. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. They do like a... There's, there's a sketch where... It's a little dark. Um, <laughs> How dark? The, there's like a baby of the year uh, skit where the whole conceit is that there's a bad boy baby and then all... The audience hates the bad boy baby and they say vulgar things to a baby and then they have to end the, the, the show. <laughs> it's really dark, but it's really funny. God, yeah, that sounds funny. It's, it's gross, ridiculous, and pretty funny. Okay. Um, but that's not mine. That's not what I'm going to recommend to people. <laughs> say the title again, though. I Think You Should Leave That's Tim Robinson. Okay, I Think You Should Leave. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I have two things that I'd like to put people onto. One that I'm anticipating reading and goes along with our self-care. Um, I'm buying Ramdas's book like today. Ramdas. Ramdas he actually just passed away. Um but he was kind of like a spiritual guru kind of guy. Yeah. He has this really beautiful quote that I really like. Um it, it's really simple. It's just we're all walking each other home. And I mm. think that that's such oh, a beautiful little wholesome yeah. thing. Um but his book is called Be Here Now. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm really interested to read it. So I just bought it and I'm really excited to read it. The other thing is a um, rapper out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Her name is Baby Mother. Oh, um, I heard of her. Yeah. And I think you guys should be on to her. She has a colors, um, oh, a colors video on YouTube on their YouTube channel. So big I think I follow her. Um, I'm massively a fan of her and everything she does. She's and wild. Baby Mother. She's incredible. Yeah, Baby Mother. Check it out. Um, I guess I have three things. Um, two things kind of relate to women in music. Um, if you haven't listened to Sampa the Great's album, do that. Mm. Yep. And if you haven't listened to Little Sims album from last year, do that as well. Also, Two of my favorite albums from last yeah. year. And then um uh just because like it's a very all encompassing show, or one of the many all encompassing shows I'm sure on Netflix about food, Ugly Delicious. Yeah. My brother has been big on it and he, just like I guess like in our talk about self care and kind of like use it using like a very all-encompassing lens to understand ourselves. The show does more than just talk about like how you make food and whatnot. So like one episode, for example, they talked about like the legacy of fried chicken. Mm. So like, so the host is a Korean chef, if I'm not mistaken, or Chinese. And isn't it Roy Choi? Is that it? It might be. Yeah. 
I believe it's his show. Like, I mean, he, yeah, he's yeah, the host of, yeah, yeah, he is the host of it. So, yeah. so like, they'll go into the South and then they'll go to like Japan and see how they prepared fried chicken and like the relationship. So, like, can you make fried chicken? There's a there's an African American gentleman who went to Japan, makes fried chicken there. So, like, he talks to him like, what's the relationship there? Is there a relationship there? Does it matter? So it's a very it's a very good show. So they, they've done that. They talked about like American barbecue. And they'll talk about other uh, pizza was one episode. And so they go to Italy and the whole nine. So like, it's cool that they don't just look at food, but they look at food culturally. Um, and it's just all encompassing. So I think it's a good show. Love that. Yeah. I, I, um, I forgot when you, um, thinking about books, uh, I was featured in this book, not to shout myself. Go um, shout yourself out. out. But, um, go ahead. Uh, really dope mix engineer, Leslie Gatson bird. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly, but she just came out with a book on, I think it's a hundred plus women in, in audio. Oh, wow. It's called Women in Audio. Um, comes in textbook form, and I'm gonna buy the um, <laughs> the, the the you know the soft cover. Mm. But um, I'm just, the people that she was telling me um when I did the interview with her, the people she was telling me about. It's just a huge history of women audio engineers and producers. I'm like, oh my gosh, like she mm. did like all the work for us, mm. you know? So I got, um, I definitely got to get that. That's a reminder when you said, um, yeah. I got to order that because it, ju- it just came out. Like I saw people posting like, oh, I just got my book. It's called mm. Women in Audio. Women in Audio by Ooh, Leslie Gatson. Yeah. And yeah. then one last thing, I apologize. Um, shout out to Jelani Carter. He, yes. he worked on a podcast where the, damn, the woman that like managed the Wu Tang Clan. I can't oh, I already I know. Um, yeah. Sophia Ramos. Yeah, no, not just... Sophia Ramos. That's no, so, no, no, that's no, 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 no. Sophia Chen. <laughs> Chen. Am, I, am I saying her last name right? Sophia Chen. I can't Chen. remember her full name, but yeah, I'm, she's. I'm... I met her before. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, like, she just came out with an audio book. It's strictly an audio book. It's like to the point where she like invited people who were featured in the book to speak on their behalf. Wow, like their parts in the book itself. So. Shout out to Jelani for indeed pushing that episode and uh, just another woman in music that you should know. For sure. Especially in the hip hop realm. So. Cool. I hope I didn't check up her name. You could edit that out. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, we'll just pull an asterisk in the show. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, it's all fine. All right. Um, Abita, thank you so much for being here. Um, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's time for plugs. Um, oh. Where can people find you more on the internet? Well, you can find me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you can find me at, at Abita Austin. That's A-B-H-I-T-A-A-U-S-T-I-N. But most importantly, you can find the work that I'm doing for women in music production at the creator suite. That's T H E C R E A T O R S S U I T E. Um, on Instagram. Yeah. Or go to the creator suite.com. And, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're gearing up to do a series of workshops this year. And that's going to lead up to our bigger event that we have. We always have an event. I'm celebrating women in music production every year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be an exciting year. Um, Thanks for having me. Of course, yeah, thank no you problem. For joining us. Yeah, fun. thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to get these last plugs out of the way and then we'll get out of here. Um, Andre Dowdy, we can find him on Instagram at no doubt, N O D O U G H T. Find him on Twitter at never a doubt. 
Never. Uh, D-O-U-G-H-T. Uh-huh. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Anthony Cosme, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-C-O-S-M-E. Please do not follow me on Twitter. Do it. Um, you can check out my... No, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> you can check out more information about our podcast at Generally Specific Pod on Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, DM us, call us. Yeah. Email us, yeah. show up to our homes. Yeah. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> and that'll be it. Thank you for tuning in. Um, tell someone you love them today. Yeah. Bye. Hello, it's me again, Andre. Thanks for listening to this episode of Generally Specific. Shout out to Nothing New for that new song during the break. And for our intro and our outro, we appreciate you. So those changes, or those corrections. David Chang is the host of Ugly Delicious, not Roy Troy, as we had mentioned. Sophia Chang is the subject of an episode of Recode Media with Peter Kafka. That is on the Vox Podcasting Network. Shout out to Jelani Carter. Again, David Chang, host of Ugly Delicious. Sophia Chang, subject of an episode of Recode Media with Peter Kafka on the Vox Podcast Network. Also, the DREAM acronym stands for Diet, Rest and Recovery, Exercise, Alignment, and Mindset and Mental Health. So Diet, Rest, Exercise, Alignment, and Mental Health. Alignment meaning the alignment of your spine. Shout out to the people over at Active Chiropractic. I appreciate y'all so very much. Y'all do wonders. If there are any other mistakes that you heard throughout the show that we haven't been able to correct immediately, shoot us a DM, shoot us a comment somewhere. We will make those changes in our show notes or on our Twitter or on our Instagram at some point throughout the week. Again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Friday. Bye.